1: Since 9 11, the Tunnel the to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget.
0: Tunnel the to Towers provides mortgage free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness.
1: David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor.
0: Tunnel the Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck here in NYC with my main man, Clay, out in Tennessee. We've got a lot to get to with you. Southwest Airlines scrapping a plan to put unvaccinated staff on unpaid leave. Looks like pushback is actually pushing things back, at least. (laughs) We've also got the New York Post doing some reporting on Biden administration flying uh, illegal immigrant teen migrants around the country in the dead of night. The Jefferson, that's right, Thomas Jefferson statue, voted to be removed from the New York City Council Chamber. This has been a multi-year effort to get rid of perhaps the second best-known or most celebrated founding father. I'm sure some of you have opinions on that. Plus, you've got another story that comes out that we just put in the pile of Clay and Buck were right that says COVID natural immunity is just as good as being jabbed, and I would offer we'll find in time it is clearly better than the jab, but they're not yet willing to say that. But it's just as good, according to the newest data and research. But I want to start with something That you're probably seeing and feeling all across the country right now, and it is the people that are supposed to have a way of telling you how good things are because it's in their interest, because they're in power. They are in close proximity to the Biden White House in terms of their ideology or perhaps even just the Washington, D.C. press corps. So they're in true proximity. They're supposed to be telling you in their minds how great a job Joe Biden is doing And they're not able to because things don't look very good right now. It's very hard to make the case that the country is more prosperous, more optimistic, more unified. All these things they told us that there would be if only we would allow Joe Biden to save us from the scourge of orange man bad Donald Trump. Right. That was the promise they made. I know if you're listening to this, I don't think you went along with that promise, but some maybe. Maybe. There are independents who are having voters remorse, to be sure, and there are some who are having to spew some honesty on the topic that perhaps weren't planning to do so before. The Washington Post has an editorial and Clay, I love this one. Don't rant about short staff stores and supply chain woes. It's an entire editorial devoted to crazy Americans. You're so used to ordering your pizza and having it come so quickly and having there be plenty of toilet paper on the shelf and being able to go get 50 different kinds of milk, oat milk, almond milk, hazelnut milk, whatever. You're used to all this. You're basically spoiled. Lower. This is in the Washington Post. Lower your expectations. This is what they have been relegated to as defenders of Biden. Ask for and expect less, Clay.
0: Ask for and expect less and also expect that you're going back in time because Jimmy Carter has lived to see a president who is more ineffectual uh, than he was. And this is, I believe, where we are headed rapidly. Buck, we talk a lot about what's next, right? Trying to not only analyze what's going on right now in the country, but thinking about where we are headed I just I look out on the horizon and aside from covid, which I think everybody out there hopes is going to kind of follow the natural course of a virus and start to diminish, as we've said, for uh, some time, like that's not because of something that Biden is doing. But aside from COVID, which I think in the next year and the year after that will continue to diminish as a major story in this country, can you think of anything, Buck, that you're remotely optimistic about getting better? And I think that's where a lot of Americans are right now as we get ready for this Virginia election and we start to pivot towards next year. You're not only as the president selling a better reality, you're selling a better future. Does anyone out there, I mean, mean, just anyone listening right now, can you even think and spin an optimistic story in anything that the president is involved in other than, again, COVID is unlikely to be as bad in 2022 as it was in 2021, the natural evolution of that virus. But the border, inflation, the overall uh, economic malaise in this country – to me, there is no reason to believe that Biden or this administration is going to make any of that better. Do you have any is there any optimism in your mind right now, Buck? Because we try to be happy warriors right. on the show. I'm optimistic that COVID is not going to be as bad next year as it is this year. But other than that, which has nothing to do with the president, is there anything you're optimistic about at all?
1: No, but I can see where the narrative will go. Right now, they're just they're out of gas, man. High gas prices too. Yeah, but you know they they don't have any maneuverability because it's so apparent that they that what they said would happen this year has not happened. I mean, the border, which. It's, it's so interesting. This is one of those places where there's a tremendous separation between elite opinion, journal opinion, and the opinion of the American people. Immigration as an issue in all the polling is top three, top four you'll see nationwide as a concern of the American people. It always hangs, it's right around, you know, it's basically the economy, healthcare, immigration, right? Those things are always at the top of, of concerns, you know, month in, month out, year in, year out and the border is worse than it's ever been they're going to have for the fiscal year the official numbers for illegal crossings and migrant encounters and all this stuff and it may be an all-time record that's what we're looking at right now that's just one example of a place that it's impossible to spin that as anything other than they are failing they can yes. try the usual you know teary eyed we're a nation of immigrants and all this stuff they'll they'll do the emotional manipulation my concern is as you know i've been worried that There'll be a, a sense of momentum in the next year because COVID based on natural immunity alone, I think is going to be not as bad as it was last winter. That's, that's kind of what I'm starting to think now. It'll be bad, but not, not what we saw before. I think, I don't know. But once we get into the spring clay, we get into the summertime. If they get a big spending package through, what are they going to do? They're going to say, judge us not by what you have seen so far. But by all the free, quote unquote, goodies that we will be distributing to you in the months and years ahead. And the rich are the only ones who pay for it. And they then hope that people don't recognize because the media is in their back pocket the way that the day to day expenses of their lives have gone up the way that their business is not thriving the way that it that it was beforehand i mean all those very tangible obviously gas prices i mentioned before all those tangible things they're hoping to overcome that with a narrative of we are going to give you lots and lots of stuff that we'll just conjure out of thin air slash take from the rich people that's what they're going to
0: say and they're trying to get that done by the way by the end of october that's the deadline on this budget reconciliation on this infrastructure bill And I do think that COVID is going to trend positive no matter who's in office because we can't continue at the same level of infection that we've had before. But I just think that things are going to continue to spiral more and more out of control, Buck. And we're not even talking. I mean, we know what the disaster happened in Afghanistan. But you and I were talking because, as we say, a lot of times our conversation just continues to roll during commercial breaks. I am increasingly afraid that something is going to come to a head in Taiwan. And so as we are arguing about the disasters that are going on with the Biden administration, we're not even talking about anything that's unexpected and could be negative, right? Like that—that that is we can say, hey, supply chain is going to be a major issue. That's easy to forecast. We can say the border is going to be a disaster. That's easy to forecast. We can say, hey. Defunding the police has become such a disaster, having thousands of police officers who are not going to be on the streets because they're either retiring or refusing to get the covid vaccine. All of that's imminently predictable. We haven't really had a unexpected negative story for the Biden administration. They've caused all of their own disasters so far, as
1: anyone who's been in enough scraps will tell you, it's the punch in the bar fight you don't see coming. Yeah. That's often the most dangerous and certainly the Biden administration is playing heavy defense right now because of all those things we've been talking about laying out. And it's year one, too. You would think that with this vaccinations the out there and with all these different things that you would you were led to believe we we're all led to believe we're going to make things so much better. They'd be in a much stronger position than they are. But I, I have to say, I, I think that. The Biden administration is even a little surprised themselves at how inept they are. That's, that's where I really think, I think they believed they'd be in a better place with a lot of this. There were a lot of this stuff, the socialism and the trade offs and the rich, uh, the class warfare and the social justice nonsense they talk about. Yeah. You know, they, they know that's ideological stuff. That's for the base. I don't think, Clay, they believed that they would be in a place where they would have so many things going against them, inflation, millions and millions of unfilled jobs a lot of people so freaked out still about covid on unnecess- you know beyond what is rational that right. I, I think they can't undo that i think they've created a a sort of monster of psychology here in a, in a in a way and now they don't know what to do about it so what what are we seeing a biden administration that is floundering and that's looking for excuses i mean just what was it a couple of days ago We had Pete Buttigieg out there, the transportation secretary, saying things are great. Look at all the people that want to buy stuff. So many people want to buy stuff. It's like, well, yeah, but if it's not on the shelf and that commerce isn't getting done and the prices are all rising because of inflation, that's not something that people celebrate. And so now it's moved to, hey, we're in a tough time, folks. Don't worry. Biden will get us better. I mean, his slogan has been build back better. It should really be lower your expectations.
0: (laughs) That's good. Also, what is uh what is going to be a reality? I think, Buck, how often do you go shopping? I mean, I'm like a single guy. I, other,
1: I get everything online.
0: Something other. Yeah, right. Something other than like groceries or something like that. The reason why I bring it up is I don't go out shopping very much. What I think is going to be uh really interesting about the Washington Post article that you were referencing about, hey, how you just have to get used to the there being supply shortages instead. A lot of people like me go into a store relatively regularly or irregularly, right? Like maybe once a month, I really walk into a store to buy something. I think that's going to happen for a lot of people around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that's going to crystallize for them who may not spend a lot of time going into stores and buying things. Guys like me who may go out and buy two or three Christmas presents a year. We go into a store Christmas Eve. Sometimes we go into a store in November. We're going to be looking around saying, wait a minute. This is crystallizing the failure of the Biden administration in a way that a lot of people don't have that exposure on a day to day basis. Right. You can see the price of gas rising. You can see whether or not there's toilet paper on the shelves. But when you walk into a target because you got to go buy a gift for your niece or your nephew and all of a sudden there's nothing there, you're going to be like, hold on, what's actually taking place? This is an unmitigated disaster. And I think that's where we're headed. And by the way, you said you buy everything online, Buck. I think also a lot of people should be going to my pillow right now because you can get incredible deals. We had a big my pillow uh, package arrived at the house yesterday. Whole bunch of different stuff that we had ordered. They got towel sets, slippers, robes, mattress toppers, Giza sheets on top of many more. You can trust Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep and also to get products directly to your door. Ultra soft and breathable. These Giza Dream Sheets, they are phenomenal. And right now, we have got an incredible offer for everyone. buck. How do they take advantage?
1: All you have to do right now is go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials. You can get the Giza Dream Sheets, the best sheets I've ever owned. I've got three pairs of them. Clay's got them on his bed. His kids have them. The best sheets you'll ever have. They're buy one, get one free right now. You have to use code Clay and Buck. Just write that out, Clay and Buck, as your code. Or you can call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269 for a limited time. The Geezy Dream Sheets, buy one, get one free. Make sure you use that promo code, Clay and Buck. You can go to MyPillow.com or call 800-792-3269.
0: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
1: Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose.
0: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
1: Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God.
0: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
1: Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden.
0: For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel the to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel the to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude.
1: People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.
0: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. This is a big story going on right now. For a lot of you out there, you're having to make decisions about what to do as it pertains to the COVID vaccine mandate. And we discussed how exactly this might be shaking out for the Biden administration going forward, whether they're actually going to put into place the OSHA regulations or not. They announced that they were going to have a federal vaccine mandate on September 9th. We are now sitting here near the end of October, and those regulations have still not been released But already there are massive impacts occurring all over the country as different companies and states and localities put their own vaccine mandates into place. Now, positive Southwest Airlines, after what appears to have been a multifaceted issue surrounding the cancellation of all their flights, part of that based on calls to us from Southwest pilots directly related to the vaccine mandate in that. Older pilots were taking days off, potentially deciding to retire rather than comply with the vaccine mandate. Well, Southwest has now come out and joined Delta and said they may not be as aggressive in trying to enforce that vaccine mandate as they had been in planning. In fact, they are not going to require at Southwest Airlines people who have been unvaccinated to go on unpaid of leave. All right. So that's a story worth following. But, world of sports, this is a really interesting story. We talk a lot about the courage of your convictions and being willing to stand up for what you believe in, despite what the cost might be. Last week, we were discussing this in the context of Kyrie Irving, an NBA basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets, who has decided that he is going to refuse New York City's COVID vaccine mandate and will therefore be ineligible to play home games for the Nets. Well, as if that were not interesting enough, all the way across the country in Washington, Washington State's football coach has decided that he will not comply with a mandate demanding that he get vaccinated and has quit his job as the head coach of the Washington State Cougars. They play in the Pac-12 this is a really intriguing story. Nick Rolovich is the name of the coach. Four of his assistant coaches also refused to get the COVID vaccine and are now unemployed as well. The athletic director, Pat Chun talked about dismissing his head football coach. It's play cut six over his refusal to get the COVID vaccine. It is disheartening to be here today. Our football team is hurting. Our WSU community is fractured. Today, will have a lasting impact on the young men on our team and the remaining coaches and staff. As a director of athletics and steward of this department, I take full ownership and responsibility for hiring Nick. In January of 2020, based on all the information we had at the time, including extensive references and conversations with knowledgeable football experts, we believe we found the perfect fit and a long-term solution for Washington State football. Unfortunately, we stand here today having to make a transition. To be at this juncture today is unacceptable on so many levels, and is antithetical to the WSU experience our student athletes so richly deserve. It is pretty amazing,
1: Clay, to see people that are making this kind
0: of money, millions of dollars, alongside
1: a year. those who have had decades in either law enforcement or or in healthcare industry. These are people who are taking a stand that is costing them in a lot of ways, financially yes. and otherwise, personally. That's how strongly they feel about this.
0: Yeah, and, and I give credit to Rolovich in the same way, the coach at Washington State, that I would Kyrie Irving, Buck, in that we talk a lot, especially in the sports media, about bravery in athletics and standing up for things that you believe in. And obviously Colin Kaepernick is a patron saint of sports media. But these guys are actually walking away from millions of dollars based upon what they believe in. It's really pretty incredible. We want you to be able to save a lot of money and end up with a better cell phone network. That's why I want you to sign up with my friends at Pure Talk. Right now, my son is on the Pure Talk wireless network and he's got unlimited talk, text and six gigs of data on Pure Talk's 5G network for just $30 a month. That $30 a month works fabulously well for him and for my family. It can for yours as well all you have to do to sign up be on the exact same 5g network have the exact same phone number exact same phone pay a lot less than you would at verizon at&t or t-mobile pull out your phones right now 30-day risk-free guarantee all you have to do is dial pound 250 and say pure talk 50 off your first month do it today pound 250 say pure talk
1: There's pushback on the pushback, friends. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show here. We've seen Southwest Airlines decide that they're not going to go forward with the the plan they had announced to suspend people without pay uh, who had not gotten the shot. Delta Airlines CEO said they want to work with people and not threaten them for the loss of their job if they don't get the shot. But law enforcement so far has not at least that I'm aware of, been able to get a full on reversal of a policy in a major city when it comes to vaccine mandate. Now, let's remember something when I was here in New York City and the pandemic was honestly, truly terrifying everybody. And you have to remember, in the early days of this, back in March of 2020, we didn't know how dangerous it was really going to be. We didn't know as much about how children are really at essentially no risk and how um, age and comorbidities are by far the biggest indicators of a particularly negative outcome. I still remember a hospital ship floating by my window as I was on air doing radio here in New York City. I saw the hospital ship going up the Hudson River. I had friends texting me photos of what were hospital tents in Central Park for overflow? The Javits Convention Center here in New York City, huge convention center turned into a massive overflow hospital. By the way, none of that ended up really being needed. Yes. Which was interesting. The same way that the million, that's right, million ventilators they thought they were going to need turned out to not be true. But I bring this up because we would have these cheering moments where everybody would bang pots and pans and honk horns and just shout out their windows for first responders. Now, that was mostly in people's minds, doctors, nurses, hospital staff, EMS, people like that. But let's remember that law enforcement, cops, are also first responders. Cops weren't able to call in sick. They weren't able to say somebody else you know, mask up and go outside and deal with all this stuff. Not that masking outside makes any difference, but you know what I mean. No, they had to keep doing their jobs. And we had so much love and respect for them, right? In the beginning of the pandemic. And then the defund the police movement came about because of what happened with George Floyd in Minneapolis. And all of a sudden, cops were not getting support anymore, almost like they weren't first responders. And now we're dealing with that reality. Those two things really playing out in major cities the huge spike in homicides and uh, and shootings
0: across America and major cities. What was it, Clay, 30% the FBI said, right? The biggest single increase in recorded history, uh, th- almost, I think it was 29% increase uh, from the FBI. N- un- Nothing un- else like it since numbers. they've
1: been crunching these numbers. And I bring all this up because right now in a number of major cities, Seattle, Portland, Chicago, they're figuring out what are they going to do, because there are hundreds, altogether thousands of cops who don't want to get the shot, All right? There are different policies depending on the city, but they don't want to get the shot. And in a place like Portland, I couldn't even believe this. Portland has about 600,000 residents. I went to Portland and Clay put it out. I'm wearing a flannel today, by the way. So the yeah, dream of you're the re- 90s yeah. is alive with the Buckster over here, you know, about to start putting on the Sound Garden. You know, maybe uh, maybe start watching some MTV videos. All right, so Portland is a city of half of have a you know six hundred thousand people, give or take. Not a place you'd think of as high crime. It's turned into anarchy downtown. Clay, they had a thousand shootings in Portland this year so far. A thousand. I had to check the number. I said that that's not possible. A thousand shootings in Portland. That sounds crazy. I checked. That's what they've had, and they're thinking about firing a whole lot of cops. Is this? I mean, how could this be tenable?
0: It's not in any way. It's an untenable position that they've put themselves in. And I I was talking about this, I think, yesterday on the program, that on one of my flights, I was talking with the flight crew, and I said, hey, what city do you guys like to be boarded up in, right, so that you uh, you stop and you spend overnights? And the guy said, Portland used to be my favorite city in America to visit. Now the entire downtown is impassable. Like, there's no way that we can actually – Interact and walk around in the city of Portland. And what's ironic, of course, about Portland is, Buck, they virtually had no crime to begin with. So this is an area where they wanted to defund the police, even though the police were doing an incredible job. And the results have been disastrous for them. And now the same thing is happening in Seattle and all these Pacific Northwest places that had traditionally been. Very, very safe, not having to deal with any levels of high crime. Now their crime is skyrocketing and simultaneously they are going to lose a huge percentage of the police that are still on the force. And we talked about this yesterday. A lot of these police officers are veterans. A lot of them are people who have spent years and years training and working their way up for everybody else meaning this is going to be an even more substantial loss than, say, if you were just uh, losing some new recruits, people who had just signed up, which would still be bad. But this, I don't don't understand how this is going to be anything other than cataclysmic for these cities. I, I really don't.
1: You know, Chicago, we're speaking about shootings. It's just a headline that you'll see, not in most of the Democrat corporate media, but you will see it. You know, dozens of people shot over the weekend in Chicago. It's become far too commonplace a city with several times the violent crime rate of other large cities like los angeles and new york it's it's much more violent chicago is than los angeles and new york the other and, and and i believe much more so than even than houston as well which is another city of roughly comparable size here's the mayor of chicago lori lightfoot who not only is getting rough with the police uh, verbally but is willing to use the i word that's right insurrection
0: the contract is clear and it's been known for a long time uh the police unions are not authorized to strike it's in their collective bargaining agreement it's a matter of state law what we've seen from uh, the fraternal order of police and particularly the leadership is a lot of misinformation a lot of half-truths and frankly flat-out lies in order to induce an insurrection Uh, and we're not having that and so we want to make it very, very clear um, that the law is on our side. <clears throat> we feel very confident about it. And what he, what he said, even after uh, what I heard that he said, even after um, the lawsuit was filed and we notified them, is urging members of the department to ignore their chain of command.
1: It's kind of to say we've been talking all along about how the purpose of the January 6 narrative is to create a the same way Russia collusion was the was the storyline for everything anti Trump if you stand athwart the democrat machinery you're an insurrectionist
0: well and and I want to talk about this when we come back to close out the hour because I think one solution and I would encourage and I know we have a lot of people who run businesses out there listening to us who are high up in different companies listening to us that are impacted theoretically by the 100 plus Order that the federal government under Joe Biden is trying to put in place. But what I would say is the way to solve these issues, Buck, is to have expansive and uh, substantial space for exemptions to be granted. And I think that's basically what Southwest Airlines is going to end up doing. And I think that's what a lot of intelligent CEOs and executives who are trying to deal with potentially – Calamitous loss of labor might have to do because right now, remember, a lot of these companies can't hire and they're about to have a ton walk away. And by the way, if we've learned anything since 2020, it's that there's nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. Dr. Dennis Black told us years and years ago, he's been telling all of you that the body's primary job when it comes to the immune system is to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come in contact with. And that's why you need Texas Superfood, the original Superfood, 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes. You can build your body's defense from the inside out because Texas Superfood will boost your immune system better than anything on the market. Your grandma Told you to eat your fruits and veggies, but how many of you actually do it? That's why you need Texas Superfood. It's the safety net for the American diet. Buck, how do people get it?
1: Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck right now. Start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. That's texas slash buck. Or you can call 855-TEXAS-55, again, The number to call so you can start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. 855-TEXAS-55. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons.
0: Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull.
1: He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs.
0: welcome back in final segment our number one clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you encourage you to go download and subscribe to the podcast you can search out my name clay travis you can search out buck sexton make sure you don't miss a single moment of our discussion and buck it is funny with the southwest airlines remember they said publicly oh this had nothing to do with the covid vaccine mandate But as they are facing potentially major issues, they suddenly decide to walk back their COVID vaccine mandates draconian rules, which certainly makes the calls that we took from Southwest Airlines pilots sound like it's a very representative sample of what really went on, which was there were multiple factors at play as to why they had to cancel flights. But a big part of it was A lot of pilots, maybe with extra vacation days, maybe some retirement coming on, that there were a lot of them that called out to go ahead and start using up those days based on the mandate. And it sounds like Southwest is getting smarter about this.
1: It also, I think, was a an indicator to Southwest. You better take care of this, because even if let's just say that what the initial story was, was largely or partially true about it was a lot of logistics issues. Some people were out, whatever. Right. That. They realized, oh, wait, if we keep pushing on this, now people realize how quickly the folks who oppose the mandate to work for Southwest know what power they actually have here. So better not to tempt fate and allow for a further or more consolidated stepping out of the office, stepping away from work here to bring Southwest to heal, so to speak, on the issue of the vaccine mandate. I think they realized how bad it could get.
0: No doubt. And I want to just use my local school district as an example of what I think most companies around the country should be doing if they are having issues with the COVID vaccine mandate employee response to it. You know, Buck, I went and talked to the local school board. It was a fiery scene uh, a couple of months ago over mask mandates. What they did in Williamson County, Tennessee, the county that I live in just south of Tennessee, is they effectively said Anyone who fills out a one-page exemption form and cites either a religious or health-related exemption, their kids don't have to wear masks. A huge percentage of kids all over this county whose parents felt most strongly, such as me, about not requiring kids to wear masks filled out those exemption forms. They were immediately all granted. If I were running a company right now and I was concerned about the OSHA implementation of the policies that Joe Biden is putting in place, and I had over 100 employees, I would be building massive easily granted exemptions. I wouldn't be advertising it, but I would create a one-page sheet uh, for everybody who wants to be able to download it, to fill it out, and explain why you don't want to get the COVID vaccine, and I would grant all of them. That's what I would I think do.
1: That's an ex- excellent idea. I also think it's kind of Funny in a sense, because that's a bit like what the Biden administration has done at the border in some
0: yeah. ways, well,
1: created, well, because they want they want people to come in, yeah. they want this to continue. If you want to defend people's individual liberty and freedom, this is the way within the system to open up the doorways to that. Um, and and I, I think that is what people should do. And that that's, that's a way forward. Uh, but all this is going to be so dependent on what we keep talking about, which is what does it look like in this winter period? I mean, I've spoken to friends of of yours and mine. They're in this business uh, about what their predictions are, and it, they yeah. range too. People who have been very, uh, very sober minded on what's really going on with COVID, the lockdowns and everything else. Some of them feel like it's going to be a really tough winter in a lot of ways, in a lot of places in this country, in terms of hospitalizations and even deaths from COVID. Others feel like, yeah, we've got so much natural immunity. Plus, even if you think the vaccines. If, if you're pretty uh bearish on the vaccines uh about how long they last and all the rest of it, they're definitely a short-term therapeutic for people. I mean, it definitely helps for three months, six months. And if you get enough people to get boosters, so I feel like there are cases in both directions here, but Clay, that's what you know, your your theory about Delta airline I'm sorry, about the Biden administration, rather, the Delta's also walk back stuff. Uh the Biden administration maybe not going forward with the OSHA. That I could see that because, again, they'll just say the data's changed.
0: It doesn't make sense, Buck. They announced on September 9th that they were going to be implementing a federal vaccine mandate. We are now approaching late October, and they still haven't implemented that mandate. They bought themselves six weeks of time, whatever the math is going to end up being. And in the process, they've had a lot of state, local and uh, and businesses out there. That have gone ahead and put their own policies in place that has driven up the overall amount of vaccination in this country. And so I wonder on some level whether at the last moment the Biden administration is going to pivot because they worry about whether their mandate is constitutional and they're going to say we're going to give the authority to the businesses to implement these rules. The federal government's not going to be involved. And then they can dodge the legal fallout if they end up. And it also gives them buck in the event that things get worse in the summer, in the winter, they can come back over the top and implement it now.
1: They, they, they keep the bazooka in their back pocket, so to speak, for use later on. I think this is also why Governor Greg Abbott of Texas taking the stance that he has which is what I have wanted other governors to do for some time now, which is to say, I'm sorry, we're not doing mandates in this state. We're using the plenary powers of the state, which is constitutional. People forget in the early stages of the pandemic, we were always told, yeah, masks and social distancing and shutting down businesses under expansive health authority that states have during a pandemic and quarantine ability and all these things. States can do a lot of damage to your freedom as long as they don't exceed constitutional boundaries right that's real well, right. in in the case of the state of texas i i think they're going to end up being on solid ground by saying you're not allowed to they could they can make it an issue of of uh, conscience they can make it an issue of just health department policy it's the federal government that's not supposed to be telling you in your you know town two hours west of dallas whether you can have mandates or not for your the federal government's not supposed to be doing that. State government actually has, you know, a much bigger writ for
0: involvement in those things
1: if it wants to. So I think they'll be on solid ground
0: if they're smart. And we know the Biden administration has not been smart a lot. That's what they'll do. And and, and people out there say, no, there's no way they're going to do this. Well, they've tried the carrot and the stick approach for much of this year, because remember, when they came out in May, when it looked like the vaccines were going to be wildly successful and the cases were falling like crazy, and they said nobody has to wear a mask if they're vaccinated, effectively that was a default into the mask requirement. Now they had to walk it back and they tried to reinstitute it, but a lot of people said, I'm over this. I think that's what's going on right now with these OSHA mandates. Now you can also say they're worried about trying to fight to get the budget reconciliation done too, and they don't want to distract so they could wait till the end of October. Uh, if they could get that worked out and make a decision in November. Uh, But I I don't think they want the vaccine mandate to turn into a big battle in 2022, which is where we would be heading if they put the vaccine mandate in right before Thanksgiving, right before Christmas, and anger a lot of people. Not to mention, do you really want dad and mom losing their jobs right before Christmas over a vaccine mandate for a vaccine that has, for many people, absolutely no protection job losses empty shelves merry christmas from the Biden administration also trump was right about something else we're going to tell you about it It was it's in buck sexton's own home city thomas jefferson under fire you're listening to clay travis and buck sexton on the eib network
1: Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden.
0: For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling... Severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel the Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude.
1: People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.